Hey, uh, everybody, welcome to Chew Gum and Get Limber. This is uh, Avery, your your old friend Avery, and this is uh, also Brennan. Hey. Hey, big hello from Brennan over there. Um, we're coming to you live from, did we come up with a name for this area? House? The the at least the recording space. Oh, uh, I mean no. Uh, what what is this? This is the bungalow. The bungalow. No, I don't know. I just I was trying to think of something to start with B because you, your name uh, starts Brennan's with B. Bungalow. Brennan's, I like Brennan's that. bungalow. Brennan's bungalow. Yeah, I'll take our that. our like semi mobile recording area. Yeah, it's just the, my bedroom. The, yeah, the, the area is not mobile, but we are. So, <laughs> um, welcome to the show today. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> today we are going to be talking about. Um, an album from a, a young artist named Rico Nasty, which she's is not cool. actually that young. She's twenty two. She, she's uh, oh, she must have just. I looked at. It, she was born in ninety seven, right? Yeah, so she's like a year younger than us. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. That's fa- that's pretty young to be yeah. like massive in to my be massively opinion. famous. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's <laughs> Definitely. True. I just feel old. So yes, yeah, anybody that's close to my age is like is like oh like, come you, on you're you feel old it too. too yeah but, but that's pretty you're just right out of the gate you know yeah. pretty much yeah um but before we get to that i wanted to uh we usually do our local music section here but this is going to be our first episode of the new year so um i wanted to go kind of check out extra chills uh top 10 albums of 2020 just for a sec it's all local stuff yeah and it's their picks for the best uh the, the best things that came out uh this past year and yeah. i think all of them are uh, really op- uh, awesome yeah so, uh, extra yeah. chill is a uh a little music blog in south carolina um i've written for them before they do some talk about some cool stuff and they recently just uh, expanded to cover music more broadly not just south carolina music but they still have their like sc roots i think the logo is still like a little like south carolina palm tree yeah it it is with instead of the little uh crescent dude it's a little music note which i love it (laughs) yeah chris Chris, shout out to you buddy you do great work over there yes thank you for keeping it coming so uh yeah on this list here we've got some great artists coming in at number 10 we have hermit's victory with rain at the boardwalk which uh, is a great album. Uh, uh, Tyler uh, of Hermits is, is, I would call him a friend, even though I've probably weirded him out every time I've been around him, but (laughs) it's all good. (laughs) It's a great album. It's kind of like lo-fi kind of chill deal. It's all, it it all sounds very, very made in quarantine, which Mm -hmm. is cool. It's a, but it's a great and catchy and he knows how to like write melodies and stuff and it's well produced because he's a good producer. So um, I always thought his stuff sounded like a lower fi Tame Impala. Yeah, like a little, absolutely. A little more gnarly Tame Impala. I agree. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, great one uh, with Herman's victory over there at number 10. Number nine. Number nine is one of one of Avery's bands. Didn't pick this list yeah. because I'm on it. Kind of <laughs> forgot. But uh, uh, yeah, his band this year released an EP called Fuck. That's really good. Um, it's very punky and early 2000s kind of pop rock. Yeah. Kind of angsty, kind of good. I really liked it. It's a baby Yaga. <laughs> yeah, shout out to to Presley and G and Dave, who all helped uh, me make it. And by me, I mean like I helped Presley. She did most of the work on on every every track. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I'm proud of that. There's a music video for the song "Going to Hell." I I was thinking about that this morning. It's if you want to check that out, yeah. go jo- go check it out. Uh, it's on YouTube and stuff like that. So yeah. very, very proud of it. The next entry at number eight is uh, Retired Astronauts with their self-titled album. Um, they're a hip-hop duo. Um, I'm not exactly sure if they're from Charleston or where in South Carolina they're they're from. I had I've been I've been hearing about them. Yeah, for I've quite heard the name, but I haven't actually listened to their music before. So. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. So I I can only 
I mean, imagine. Apparently, <laughs> it's one position better than your music. Yeah, so. which is <laughs> understandable, definitely. I, I like their aesthetic a lot. Yeah, same. Like, it's it, really cool. They seem great. Um, yeah. So, sorry, I wish I had more to say about yeah. you guys, but um, I'm, 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 I'm going to be a fan in the future as soon For as we sure. get there. Uh, we got Babe Club after that, some friends of ours that we've talked about on the show before. Uh, they released their EP called Remember This Feeling. It's really sick. Lots of sort of synth pop rock vibes. It's great. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're incredible artists, I would say. They've made some amazing music in the years and been responsible for making other people's music and stuff like that, and they're just really good at it. So um, yeah. check them out yeah. and make them famous because they're, they're going there, yeah. I think. <laughs> we got Ja Jr. after that. I think he's from here. I think he's from mm-hmm. Charleston. Um, yeah. He's great. I like his music a lot. Yeah, I, I really like Ja Jr. a lot, and I really appreciate that Extra Chill is doing a good job at uh, highlighting like rap at all in the Charleston music scene. I think that's awesome because like before the last couple of years, other than maybe one or two standouts, no one was really talking about it in terms of popular music. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I just like was not as plugged in about it, but I don't know. Shout out to Extra Chill again for doing a great, great job at that. And Absolutely. Ja Jr. for putting out an awesome album. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, Dead Swells is released. Dead Swells is Dead Swells release. <laughs> yeah, uh, their self-titled to... release is on here too at the number five spot. It's really good. Pals with those folks as well. Uh, play poker with Paul. I was going to say while. that. Yeah, <laughs> Paul's the coolest. He's a uh, he's a good poker player. Produced by Wolf too. Wolfgang yeah. is our. Uh, you can tell it's pretty yeah, amazing. It's very Wolf. Um, he he produced our first record. Uh, our our band Whitehall. So friends with all those folks. Um, then the Stagbrier. Uh, record uh as you suppose you grow excuse me um i actually haven't listened to this one um, yeah i listened to it uh i enjoyed it i think it's the the folks are from columbia and Mm -hmm. they they're in other bands as well i i just am not as uh familiar but i did listen to this album when it came out and it's really funny i i remember the exact moment that i saw the the post saying like hey this album is out now go check it out i was in uh murfreesboro Tennessee nice <laughs> and I was uh, in the bathroom <laughs> but uh yeah so check out stag Briar. <laughs> on that note yeah the number three spot is uh crucial BGR with uh big bad three exclamation point <laughs> nice um I was not as uh, familiar with crucial BGR but Same. uh amethyst the compilation the album that came out this past year yes featured uh him on it and i do i do remember i think that so um i haven't actually listened to this album yet either so uh, i'm excited to get into it um as soon as it we're done like recording here pretty yeah, much probably because yeah. i i love i love the cover and i i just want to see what it sounds like obviously so it's a uh, very good uh coming in at number two our good pals in daddy's beamer released their first full length uh called denmark we were good friends with them when they were up in Clemson, um, and now they're here in Charleston, and so we see each other fairly often. Um, they're pretty cool. It's produced by our buddy Preston, who produced our most recent single and upcoming release for our band Whitehall. Um, so we're, we're good pals with them. They sort of were, were pretty hip in the DIY scene, and their album is very, very good. I yeah, like it a lot. I happen to love it. Yes. <laughs> so, Which is the same for all of their music, pretty much. They yeah. never really disappoint me. Yeah, they write a catchy hook. Really, yeah, definitely. And I love all the instrumentation and the production and stuff. It's mm-hmm. great. It's great. 
Number one. <laughs> Finally, and I think this is an appropriate number one. I, I kind of agree with with Chris on this one. Um, yeah, the the compilation, Amethyst, it was just hip-hop stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm correct, yeah. Pretty much. It was all hip-hop artists, and which is great because we were talk, just talking about it. There's so much great hip-hop here in South Carolina, and it doesn't get talked about that often. And so it was really, really cool to see sort of a compilation of some really great tracks from some really great artists, and I would I would agree that it's probably one of the better releases in South Carolina this year. Yeah, I fully agree. I feel like it introduced people I've never heard of before, and now I know about so many more great hip-hop artists yeah. in my area, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say definitely, I, I, I don't know if there's one you should check out on this list more than another, really, but uh, Amethyst, if you like hip-hop, obviously, mm-hmm. that's going to be a, 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 a pretty good. It's like the Dreamville of South Carolina. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. Oh, that's a good way to put it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. There's not really an album. It's hard to put those sorts of things in a definitive order. Obviously, mm-hmm. to say yeah. that like one's better than another is kind of a stretch. But Check there were like one or two that I hadn't hadn't heard yet. But of the ones that I've listened to, they're all pretty incredible. So yeah, yeah. No misses. Love it very much. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was our little pre-album talk. Album yeah, lots talk. Lots to talk about. It's been a been a long year. Lots of releases. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now so, it's a new year. Now, yeah, now it's a new year. But this album came out last, last year. year. So this will be the last album I guess we talk about that came out in 2020, if, unless we decide, unless we decide to, to do we want to talk about another <laughs> yeah. album that unless came out One 2020. came out like two days ago that we're like, all right. <laughs> all right, cool. So, um, yeah, like I said at the top, uh, we're, we're covering uh, Nightmare Vacation by Rico Nasty. Yeah, it's a good record. I was kind of surprised. I haven't yeah. really, uh, I hadn't really got into the, gotten into the, the Gen Z hip hop yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I mean, there are a lot of those sort of artists that I've heard on the radio or just kind of like in passing, but I haven't like sunk my teeth into one of their records yet like trippy red and all those right. like yeah sort of soundcloud rappers that are kind of popular right now mm-hmm. um definitely but th- i thought it was really good it was cool to to kind of get into something kind of new for me yeah definitely i found rico via um there's a doja cat song called tia and tamara mm-hmm. and i was like this song is hilarious and awesome and Rico uh, is the uh, does the second verse on that, and I was like, "Oh, well, who's this person? I've never heard of before." Yeah. Rico Nasty, and then I heard the song that she's on. I think it's her song, and it, she has features on it. Um, Big titties. I think that <laughs> song is amazing. It's, it's pretty good. I <laughs> it's know what like song you're talking about. incredible. So uh, yeah, we were both kind of like, "Ooh, let's do Rico Nasty." Yeah, for this. <laughs> yeah. Kind of wanted to change it she's up a cool. little bit. We've been yeah. doing some kind of dense instrumental albums, so it'll be yeah. fun to do kind of a this is like a more fun album. I don't know. Yeah, this this album uh, makes me want to dance. Yeah, exactly. I liked that I didn't have to do a ton of like mental gymnastics to enjoy it. I could mm-hmm. just get up and dance. And, yeah, exactly. And, like, have a fun time, and there wasn't like a wasn't too much to to stress about like deeper meaning wise yeah know? definitely which isn't a bad thing i think it's a really beautiful thing yeah i fully agree and i i love that it, it, it's it's like i guess we were talking about in the beginning like she's like so young and and this is technically her first like full-length album okay. but she's been putting stuff out since like she put out i think her first uh little little release when she was a sophomore in in high school mm. uh in like 2014 so she'd been putting out like little like like her own produced stuff for yeah. I think from 2014 to like 2017 but and 2017 is finally when she I think kind of popped off a little yeah. bit like right after high school which is an amazing thing to think about so cool getting yeah. out of high school and being like all right now I'm huge <laughs> like, yeah well I feel crazy. like that's the thing now too with these like SoundCloud kind mm-hmm. of hip-hop artists they since as music production has gotten cheaper and more accessible and music itself has gotten cheaper and more accessible a lot more people 
that wouldn't normally be able to create and produce their own music are able to. So you've got like high school kids creating the coolest right. stuff ever. And, and they're, they're like, so plugged in as high school kids. Like, yeah. They're so in they're, it. That they're so they, well connected to the musical conversation. And they have so much yeah. to reference. Like they have everything that's coming out right at that second that maybe you and I or someone who is older wouldn't yeah. quite get yeah. plus all the rest of history to like, I don't exactly know. to reference and they can produce like a quality product yeah, in their exactly. bedroom for cheap. And so you, we have this like explosion of great sort of young artists, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. Yeah. Uh, just some stuff about Rico herself. Uh, other than that, she started putting music out when she was in high school. Um, she is from Maryland. Uh, that's kind of the only other fact that I had. <laughs> Isn't, uh, is she where in Maryland? Um, let me look. I think she's from... Probably sh- Baltimore. Sh- I feel like that's the only place in Maryland. I, it, <laughs> I don't think it was Baltimore. <laughs> oh, really? I just have no idea where it was otherwise. Because I was, I was <laughs> asking, because I know JPEG Mafia is from Baltimore. And gotcha. I, and I noticed on some of the tracks, there were some like JPEG-y kind of intros that... Yeah, yeah. absolutely. They're so kind of glitchy if, and yeah, stuff like that, which that. is fun. So yeah, I was wondering if they there was some sort of like Baltimore scene that had... It's very possible. Let me. I, uh, I was going to look and see where exactly, because I did read it earlier. I just mm-hmm. want to know specifically... Palmer Park, Palmer Maryland, Park, I, no I think is where she spent most of her like formative years in terms of like getting to start... Uh, in her in her music career and stuff like that mm. which yeah i've never heard of that area before but good for them they got a famous person now <laughs> <laughs> good yeah. for them happy, good for them happy for maryland yeah definitely yeah, i probably just offended a lot of maryland saying well it's just baltimore right that's yeah <laughs> that's the only part of maryland yeah, yeah. So, well it might as well be washington dc you know? yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. The, best, the, the best biggest brightest thing <laughs> the, the wire is in maryland oh, uh, in baltimore oh. specifically and and that show has it. terrified me you know oh. in, in in times so. in a good way or a bad way oh, it's a great show but it makes baltimore seem a little scarier than it probably actually is i feel like baltimore is scary it seems like a scary place. not trying to you know whatever but i, I called yeah, one I time i was like on the phone with when we were, we were on tour in baltimore and i was on the phone with somebody a friend of mine that used to live there and i was like dude you'll never guess where i am and he's like, where? He's like, I'm in Baltimore. He's like, be careful. Where are you? <laughs> and I tell him the street. He's like, all right, just like, don't go to a block in any direction. Yeah, exactly. Good. I remember the main thing from our show in Baltimore was that nobody came. Right. But also one of the few people that did come was a man dressed as a clown. Yes, I remember Holding that. a knife. <laughs> and he came to the empty stage and kind of stood or, you know, he came to the empty dance floor <laughs> and just kind of stood in the middle of the dance floor while we were playing and just stared at us holding up the knife for like a good 15 minutes it yeah. felt like and then he just walked away but it was nice to have someone you know, yeah listen. i'll take anything at that point <laughs> yeah. was, it, was it near halloween was that yes why? Okay. i think it was exactly near halloween yeah that would make sense it's the only <laughs> scenario where that's like acceptable i yeah, guess definitely we okay. were playing in i think yeah what was it like a tin roof yeah i think it was a tin roof yeah, roof. yeah we which playing, i've never been no, to a tin roof no, literally nobody i think nobody was there there were some people like eating in Three the side girls got up after eating and danced with us for a minute and then left but literally and then the bands the the band that was there afterwards, we were like, all right, sorry, we have to we have to leave, and and then we left because yeah. we just like we, we needed to get out of there. Well, like, like, we were staying in DC or something. And, yeah, and, and we had also had like an hour or something drive back. Yeah, to where we so were that's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not because we suck or we you know whatever. It's it, we, we, we don't want to support other bands. Yeah. but they didn't listen to our sets. So. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> that band is probably still thinking about that night. I wonder. I am. I, I am. think yeah, about yeah, that. I don't about it. It's a pretty weird one. Cool. Well, yeah. anyway, you want to get back after Let's that Let's dive tangent. into the actual album. I Before don't think I have Before we hit, like, else. track by track, though, I thought one feature that was pretty interesting and striking on the album was the fact that all the songs were so short. Like, it's like a 16-track yeah. album, 
And they were all like two minutes long. Yeah, until you it's get like to the only variant. 40 minutes when usually yeah. like on the 16 track albums that I'm used to listening to, yeah. you're in it for like a an hour time. and a half yeah. or more. So this was really It's kind of interesting. Nice. It had a lot in common with punk music, I thought, mm-hmm. in that respect. It was just kind Which of like first cool. chorus, first chorus. Because she's like kind of known for pioneering this pump, pump, pump punk rap punk aesthetic. Rap, yeah. Which is kind of cool. I think she's been like one of the things about her is that she's kind of like a like an icon in terms of like the fashion of that, and mm-hmm. then kind of being like you know yeah like the the aesthetic of punk yeah but within it was really cool it was it was rap. pretty unique to the genre I thought so I, I enjoyed yeah it. definitely I love that that's a cool melding of genres that you didn't really like sometimes melding of genres doesn't go well at all yeah lax and I think that speaks <laughs> to what we were talking about earlier just like the access to all of the music all the time yeah. that that she grew up with which is cool exactly apparently and uh, her dad was a rapper so. That's what kind of got oh, her wow. into that's cool. the stuff, which is really neat. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, also, th- I wanted to say that she's got uh, <laughs> a couple of different different personalities, like in terms of like her, uh, you know, rap persona. Personas. Oh, she like plays different characters. Or but something? my favorite one is her, <laughs> her name is Taco Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love her. Dude. <laughs> so yeah, she's that's funny what as I hell. To say. Like, yeah, like on you can just tell on the track she's hilarious. Yeah, um, I enjoyed. I laughed out loud like several <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, me too. I I loved like most of the the witty lines in this are mm-hmm. like super great. Yeah. What do you think of the first track, Candy? I love it. I think like if you're gonna not ever listen to Rico Nasty and be like, "Ooh, what is this gonna sound like?" If you put on Candy, you have pretty much summed summed it up. Yeah. In terms of like the subject matter of the songs. The delivery, like the the different yeah, that, ways that mm-hmm. she delivers, and uh, like yeah, just her her kind of overall mentality as a as an artist. You yeah, know? totally. Yeah, she's got that really sort of expressive vocal performance to put it in like more critic terms, or or she does that right. cool shouty thing that's kind of yeah fun. I always think uh, I reference her as like not that it always has to be like this, but like the female Denzel Curry because Denzel Ooh, Curry yeah. often goes for like this grit and growl, but he's also got this great flow, and I feel like she's also mastered that, but yeah, in a different totally. way. Yeah, with with a lot of like cool feminine energy and yeah. like thematic content. Yeah, as well. definitely very empowering, which is really cool. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. I liked her flow a lot. The mix is really nice. Yeah. It's kind of like bassy without, mm-hmm. but still feels like airy and not like like bloated yeah it's not um, overproduced by any stretch yeah, yeah absolutely i think my favorite songs in the album are the ones that are like the simplest same you know? same i agree some of the songs the ones that got sort of more into a classic trap vibe yeah. i was like oh I was well, like, yeah, you know, well it's just <laughs> yeah exactly right, yeah um, i, I figured that we would share that sentiment mm-hmm. um i love the very first line and it's been stuck in my head for days because i think it's it's a like like i said it's a great like start off but she says on a dark and stormy night i don't blend in bitch i shine bright and i just like love that <laughs> some i feel like yeah, i feel empowered by that i don't right. know why it was a great way to open the record i yeah. was like oh cool okay. and you that's sort of what you're getting into mm. on the whole album yeah so exactly the first line is like yep, she's that's like it. i am here you will listen to me yeah. 40 minutes of that 40 minutes in of, the best yeah way. pretty yeah. much i love the she uh twice in the song there's this buildup of she she's like can you feel me like yeah. that over and over and over again and it's yeah. like the whole time it sounds like she's like building up to like uh stab you or something like yeah. that she's just like getting more and more threatening and stuff like that um yeah, and yeah, she just kind of masters the uh, the talking about being, you know, rich and stuff like that. Yeah. It makes me feel pretty poor, <laughs> yeah. but I like it. It makes like me feel it. like I could, you know, like get there one day. <laughs> I want to have the kind of confidence that she has if I ever were to have money to just like yell at it, yell, yeah. it, yell it into a microphone like Absolutely. she does, you know? Yeah. It's, like you said, very <laughs> empowering. 
She's one of the, my favorite lines from the song is I used to live with roaches. Now my neighbors are dumb, rich or damn white. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I wrote that one down too. That was, I, was like, I love that. Yep. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, let's move on to the second song unless you have something else to say about that first one. I don't. Cool. Don't Like Me was really good too. Had that Gucci Mane feature, which was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and, that's yeah. probably the biggest name on, on the, the on the album. Pretty much, yeah. yeah like say. the most uh, household name probably. Yes, yeah. yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, at least, yeah, to, to most people. Um, it also had some cool like tropical house textures, like that marimba-y kind of yeah. tone. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the, the instrumental hook almost. It was kind of nice. It was sort of this like club trap house yeah tropical it was very vibe. clubby yeah i definitely like a club song for sure i had never heard of don Tolliver before i hadn't which either I, but i liked his verse i actually his, like, uh so yeah this song is it comes in pretty smooth i like mm-hmm. that a lot but i fi- i found it to be like a disappointing second track in terms of like it it was the first one that i was like oh there's gonna be some generic songs on this album mm-hmm. i think um and i think yeah there's like a really uh there's kind of like a coyness to mm-hmm. the track it's kind of like the instrumentation it is kind of smooth but it just over time it gets really monotonous and i think that the the hook is really monotonous too like the melodies it just kind of like this song unfortunately like immediately sort of rubbed me the wrong way mm-hmm. and i was like oh no is this going to be like two songs on the album i love and then the rest are going to be like boring or whatever which yeah. is not the case at all sure. um and i think my favorite parts of this are rico's like Honestly, the features sort of do nothing for me. My favorite parts of the album generally are Rico's. Are Rico's. With, with a couple of exceptions. I would Like, I was agree. not super stoked on... Like, I was Any like, oh, that's features. fine. It's kind of yeah. cool to have Gucci Mane here, but he doesn't, like... Right. Just get Rico back. Her up. voices, I like... Yeah. Like, when... She, it, it's crazy she can go between, like, the growl and the, the rasp and, like, the rapping, but then going into, like, having these really really well sung right vocal whenever she gets parts. into those melodic hooks you're like she oh, actually she sings you're like sing, oh that's dude. great like she writes great melodies yeah like so i would say awesome. like on this song i just want to hear more of her yeah <laughs> and less of the features um over time the the instrumentation has you know improved in my brain which is cool you just get used yeah. to it but yeah so well, that there, was my main opinion there were other tracks that i felt i didn't feel that way about this track but there were tracks where i was like all right that's kind of boring and right. i think that's where it kind of benefits from only being two minutes long exactly because you only if there's a track you don't like you really only have to suffer through it for like a couple of minutes and like laugh at a right. funny lyric and, and just yeah, move on yeah, with your life there's you always know? something good in like even the most boring yeah. ones so yeah, yeah I, I, I agree it, yeah. the record benefits from that sort of that structure in that way um you know keeps it from being too, too yeah. boring uh, the next track is called Check Me Out. Um, I thought the piano intro on it kind of sounded like Humble. It was like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, Humble, which it's kind of unfair. I don't know that Kendrick owns, you know, a piano, a piano. <laughs> like he yeah. doesn't own the piano texture, <laughs> but um, it's still, it. I, it's hard when you write an album that iconic to like, yeah, hit that huge, like to not at least consider sure. that it's, you know, I agree. sounds like it or whatever. But this is like exactly where I wanted the album to turn after the last song. Like, yes. Uh, being a little bit like eh to me this one i was like okay cool this was what i was looking for this is kind of where i th- th- this is the kind of thing that gives me the fix that i'm kind of going for when i want to listen to rico and she's like specifically on fire in this song she's really aggressive and like she's got a lot of energy even though it's like this is one of those really minimalist beats and stuff it's mm-hmm. pretty much just got like the bass and the piano and then like the the snare and stuff like that whatever this kick and snare but it's uh awesome uh, uh, the like the benefit of a lot of the ones being kind of short. I actually wanted this one to be longer. I, I I liked this one a lot. So, um, I like the chorus. The check me out. Uh, put put money in my mouth. 
uh, check me out. We ain't ever in a drought. I think might be one of my least favorite courses. <laughs> I think that's really silly. Like we ain't ever in a drought. It seems kind of lazy, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I don't care. <laughs> She's making the hits. You exactly. Know? She's making the big bucks. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about this one? It was all right. Like I really liked her vocal performance mm-hmm. and her like you know obviously her flow and her you know expressiveness is always really cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. But I had the opposite opinion of the. Um, the instrumental i thought the really? the beat was a little bit like boring and samey you know it had mm-hmm. that had a little bit of interest at the beginning i was like oh what are we you know but then as it went on i was like all right i think that's just it it's just right. like a little trap thing and there wasn't a lot of like little points of interest for me to latch on to in the beat which was fine mm-hmm. you know like i said it's like two minutes and you can move on with your life if that's you don't true. like it <laughs> yeah. and there was enough enough interest in her her rap and stuff that I, I i was still able to like enjoy the track for sure but it was you know one of I, when, when you, I feel like when you put 16 tracks on an album, it's impossible to have like 16 perfect tracks. If yeah. it's like, I don't know, this one just kind of bored me a little bit, but not in like a horrible way. It still could like listen to it and have a little bit of fun. Right. And, you know, I have whatever. tiers. There's like three tiers of my like of songs on this album. Mm. And this one is mid tier. There's fair. like my favorite ones. And then there's ones I don't care for. And this one's like, I would definitely listen to this, but it's not like the one I would go for. If I'm like, yo, check out Rico. Nasty. Right. Even I feel though like I really that appropriately like, it. like captures how I feel about this one as well. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, a couple of standout lines, but I didn't write any, any of them down. So <laughs> I don't know what they are, but, uh, so yeah, uh, let's move on to the next song. The next song is called iPhone. iPhone was actually, I think my favorite or one, it's one of great. my favorite is so good. When it started, I, I was it. like, I'm going to hate this. And then as it went in, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm like loving this right yeah, now. It's so good. I loved it. The, it, it as soon as he, I loved the 80 cents in the beginning. I was like, this one's going to be, well, like I was a- confused. I was like, this has some really specific production right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is one of the songs, there's several different producers on the album. I don't think that she produced any of the beats herself or whatever, which is whatever. But uh, she had some great help. And uh, one artist that I've never listened to that I've been suggested to listen to is 100 Gex. Yeah, he and, produced it. The guy yeah, from he produced, he produced a lot of the tracks. A lot of the tracks, yeah. but like very aggressively, I can hear it in this song, mm-hmm. obviously. Oh, yeah. And it's like a, it's the genre of hyper pop. It's kind of mm-hmm. new to me. Patty, our friend Patty yeah. is into 100 Gags, I think and like yeah, hyper pop and i've never really been able to give it any time but for some reason this melding of of rico with with this kind of style of hyper pop and like the message of this song i'm like loving it it's it's killing me i, yeah, I think it's, it's so great good. this is uh, probably my favorite track it like it's super catchy yeah. all the textures are really interesting and this unique m- and makes very, me want like, to dance like 100 yeah. the most we were talking about this earlier but my roommate uh told me the term booty appeal just yeah meaning, meaning it's like danceable you know you want to shake your booty <laughs> and this one had a lot of booty appeal I one 100 yeah it was kind of emo too in the lyrics yeah like, it was a little whiny i was like ooh, the way it's like pitched up and yeah. stuff like that and then there's yeah exactly the, the 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 there's four or five maybe different kinds of like vocal sections where it's all it's all her mm-hmm. there's the high-pitched one with the chorus and then there's the singing versions there's the auto-tune version it's like yeah. all these different ways and i yeah like i said i thought for some reason reason i was like really gonna not like like on paper this is not a song i right. get into but it like but it, the, it was it's great that booty appeal you can't it, not shake your it's ass it's really to great it. like, it's, it's like just... super high energy and i also really love the the part of the chorus is smoking so much gas i forgot to put my mask on yeah which at first i was like whatever but i'm like oh it's actually pretty interesting to yeah. think about how covid has like permeated into pop culture yeah. and like how much of that are we gonna see like, is it going to gonna become really super normal to talk about, like, 
social situations where you are being COVID friendly, but I not know. have it be like, I'm talking, this is a COVID song. It's like, this is just a life. Like, this is normal life, is. life yeah, now. This is yeah, a life like song. how that, what is it? What's going to yeah, happen I thought, with that? I, thought, I had that same thought. I was like, oh, it's like, all, we're almost getting to the point where like COVID references and songs aren't cringy anymore. Cause yeah. when I heard it before, I was like, oh, this guy's writing a COVID song. Right. But now yeah. it's a little bit more like kind of real life and just regular. And so I'm not as like shocked or I'm, I'm honestly jarred to watch when I watch movies and stuff when people aren't wearing masks. I'm like, oh, yeah. remember that? Like, it's been so long. you're just like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Or <laughs> like TV from like, like a year ago and like, like a sitcom. You're yeah. just like, this is not real. Like it, it, yeah. you've now dated yourself in a sitcom because no one's wearing masks. Yeah. Which, it's how so could you weird. Know? Yeah. It's so crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, I, I loved this song. I, I, I also wanted it to be. A little bit longer. Uh, I love the line. She's like, "Oh my hip, like a Tamagotchi." I, I wrote that one down too because I, I was that. like, "All these like Gen Z kids that are listening to this stuff in high school, do they even know what a Tamagotchi exactly. is?" Exactly. Like, I think she might be on the cusp of like, yeah, being just old enough. Yeah. Like, what like so, in our generation, yeah. you know? I remember Tamagotchi, so I would mm-hmm. assume she yeah, would too. If we were twenty five, she's like twenty three. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, yeah, this one's a standout. I think this was the. F- first single to come off from this album that was like not released before like in 2018 because i think mm. some of these some of these songs like the next one are uh a lot of them were early previously released speaking of the next song stfu what which stands stand for? for shut the fuck up <laughs> we're definitely gonna have to mark this one as explicit I probably think. yeah we do um, say a few sorry words. mom grandma dad, my mom listened like... to the podcast for the first time on the last one. Oh, she really talking about it. yeah she really liked it nice. she because we we ended up talking about her too because we we're talking about the christmas stuff oh yeah um, that's right yeah we were like <laughs> she was like you tell them you tell them that i got you good christmas gifts okay you make sure you tell the people so mom you did get me some great christmas (laughs) i love she got me like the sonicare toothbrushes very nice it's really nice it's so wonderful oh man i've never had an electric toothbrush until this year but it makes a big difference rachel's mom balled out and got me one so shout out to rachel's mom also happy new year we didn't really say that yeah but it is 2021 2021 hopefully this year's better than the last one yeah definitely (laughs) don't know if that's uh Uh, gonna happen or not but we'll um, see we're we're working on it Fingers All right, crossed. so <laughs> shut the fuck up. This not you. Uh, the song is called that. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. And you so can this tell me is. <laughs> All right, I will next time. This is the song that I kind of like. Put in the tier of topper. Like I, I like I really this song a lot. This is like if Check Me Out was amplified. This would be the version of Check Me Out that mm. I would like show people. Uh, this song is awesome. It's just it's just angry, and she just wants everyone to shut up. Um, I think it was like my second favorite of the ones that were put out, like we were talking about previously mm. in like 2018, yeah. 2019, you know, I, yeah. I, I just like, I don't know. It was, it was awesome. She's, she's just like on fire. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting that you compared it to check me out as well. Cause I literally have in my notes here that it, it reminded me of check me out. And mm-hmm. I, I, it's, I liked it as well, but there are parts of it that bored me a little bit. So I think that there's some feature in there that you really like taste wise. And I'm just like yes, bored by just it. Don't get into. There's yeah. something I've just gotten really, really into in the last year. I think probably specifically due to G, uh, to just really like trappy stuff mm-hmm. that I, I'd never thought I would be into before, but there's something just about like a simple, like, like catchy, well done 
like trappy that I just you am can so just vibe into. To, yeah. And like the the ones on this that are trappy in the way that they're clubby and less kind of aggressive, I don't get into as much. Mm-hmm. I find those to be like a little more boring. Mm-hmm. But these that are just kind of aggressive, I like cannot get enough. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. They're really good. The thing is they're really well done. And the thing is too, the album is so like unpretentious that like right. even like I'm not I'm not upset that it's something that I don't like taste wise because they're it's it it's very like what's the word I'm looking for? Like very down to earth yes. and kind of grounded, you know, it's just, it, I feel like I'm getting like a real glimpse into this person's Rico Nasty's personality, yeah, you know? So it's even when, what I don't like taste wise, I really appreciate just like on an artistic level. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. I'm sort of getting a glimpse into this person's life and what they're all about and yeah, stuff like that. So exactly. it's really good. And I really liked the, how simple the chorus was on the hook on this one. It's like very bare bones. And I, I even, I was like, you know, for everything I don't like on the track, which is like a few little taste things, like mm-hmm. the core, the hook, the hooks on these songs are so good. It's hard. It's, so good. <laughs> it's, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, I want to look up a list of like who produced each actual song. So yeah. we can go back uh, through, but, um, I feel like I'm good at picking out Kenny beats and he's, um, one of my favorite producers of all mm-hmm. time. And they've worked together. Uh, on a lot of stuff and a lot of the songs just like 100, 100 Gex produced some of the songs on here Kenny Beats produced some of them as oh, well nice. but I was just I wanted to look up and see if this was one of his it didn't exactly sound like it but it definitely could is 100 Gex a duo I thought it was a duo I think it is a duo so this is it's Dylan Brady Dylan Brady yeah that's Gex. what I was gonna say I'm pretty sure it was the Dylan guy that, that yeah um I'm so I'm so nice. musically illiterate to this new stuff. Like yeah, the, I know you mean the hundred decks like hyper pop stuff. I know them because yeah. they're like the biggest of that genre. But I'm sure there's a ton more to get into. Definitely. Um, in that, in that <laughs> Let's see, personnel. That would be it. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure. STFU. It doesn't have the um. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out the... It's fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, so shut the fuck up. This one uh, was... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this one was um, produced by Take a Day Trip, who you can hear on the uh, like the last couple seconds of this song and I think one other song. Um, you can hear the, his tag, uh, Day Trip Took It To 100. You can kind of hear it in the background. Everyone has a rapper yeah. tag, or like a producer tag, like Tenny, uh, yeah, Kenny yeah. Beats has got the, sure, sure. the, whoa, Kenny, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I like that one, yeah. uh, Take It Day Trip. I've never really heard Take of him before, or them before. I'm not sure who, who what kind of human being that this is, but yeah. <laughs> of the many types that there are. Yeah. But yeah, so. That's cool. Yeah, I think the production is very notable, so it's worth worth taking a minute yeah, to definitely. Kind of like consider that aspect of it's it. It's awesome. Sure um yeah. cool back and forth the next track was really good i liked it um, yeah it features a rapper called amine which i think is an awesome name <laughs> yeah i think it's pronounced amine amine yeah oh i thought is i think it's a is it a it's play like on anime, anime? Yeah. amine but i'm pretty sure he he, he, he pronounces it amine. amine amine cool cool yeah. i've just discovered him this past year as well he's really cool he's really witty um what uh, my favorite thing is that i like immediately was able to put kind of put him into which i guess is not a good thing but i kind of put him into a box every one of his beats i think he produces them all i think pretty much all of them start with like some sort of like obviously the beat with like the bass and the drum and stuff but almost always there's a little flute loop that comes in over top and just goes oh yeah and this that happens in this the, song uh, yeah like the <laughs> yes. little like almost uh uh eastern sounding it had like that pentatonic scale exactly kind of thing yes that was, um Ooh. 
yeah, like that good. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that was so cool. Which yeah. is cool. I uh, so like <laughs> if you're trying to listen to Amine, just be be prepared he to a hear a literally. Okay, uh, I, I you think I'm <laughs> exaggerating, <laughs> but we'll go look at his track list after we record this, and I, I, like his top five, all of them will have a food loop. I, I promise. And this one does not disappoint. All, I don't know if you know, but are they all like pentatonic like this one was? You know how like that pentatonic scale Generally, kind of evokes like a Japanese kind yeah. of sound. Um, that's cool. Generally, they're they're kind of like that. I would say to some degree. I don't listen to him that much, so I'm not sure. Cool. But well, I like his feature on this. This I, was my. I thought his verse was really cool. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of a uh, promiscuous girl and like the oh yeah and like the flow and delivery and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I'd never thought of that. Yeah, it kind of it was really funny. funny. Yeah cool yeah i i thought he was good his first line in the song which i'm sorry explicit again uh, mom <laughs> and grandma but he says young amine on the verse and i'm the one that you call for a, a verse or a hook or a, the dick in my drawers <laughs> it's, it's so funny dude i love that i, I love that's hilarious. It. i love you can get away with that sort of like yeah. it's just like yeah that's badass you can yeah, do whatever definitely. you want on this kind of stuff uh this one gets stuck in my head a lot too which is cool uh i mm. will say it is in my mid-tier section though like Mm. It falls into the category of like I prefer Rico's parts on the yeah. whole song, and it, the feature does more for me than Don Tolliver and uh, um, Gucci main. But I I still don't quite care mm. for it as much as some of the other ones. But the beat in this one is cooler. Yeah. I just kind of generally like this song more. You know, I so. actually really liked this song. It's probably one of my favorites. Um, the hook on it had a really cool melody, and it was kind of lilty and kind of like mm-hmm. flowy, and right. it kind of worked with the beat in a really cool way. I don't really know how to articulate that very well. No, but, I I, um, I feel that. But it was really cool. I, I liked it a lot. Uh-huh. I feel like it sort of teeters like the back and forth. It kind of gets a little cheesy without fully going there, like teeters on being like, oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I just like this one kind of definitely hit me in a very specific way. But I would say it's more positive than negative. Like I think the as most of the duetting. Are, yeah, you know? exactly. Definitely. The duetting's nice. The flute loop classic is in there, obviously, mm-hmm. like I said. Um, but yeah, at this point, it's my favorite feature track for sure. On mm, I, I think agree. it's only the second one now, but like agree. it's it's definitely like probably my favorite so far. Uh, the next song is called Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts also features <laughs> oh, Day Trip. Oh yeah, this yeah. is Day Trip as well, definitely, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, the intro kind of felt a little avant garde. This is one of the one of the ones that was a little industrial and, mm-hmm. and glitchy. I kind of thought that made me think of JPEG Mafia a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I was mentioning earlier, but I really liked it. Yeah, I liked it as well. I think it was also, yeah, you said Take a Day Trip also did this one. So uh, it definitely has that sort of similar vibe to Mm -hmm. Shut the Fuck Up. And this Uh, one I felt like was a little bit more traditionally trappy, but I enjoyed it um, as well. The the flow was really simple and and nothing crazy. It was good. I thought the the hook is um, bitches at your door like girl scouts and i thought that was really silly but then the next line is i pull up with my chopper then i air it out and that's what she repeats you're just like oh shit you know like uh, i love that that reference is so cool it puts you back on course i would say after like the girl scouts but she like her delivery on it is awesome so she's like you know it's obviously like she's growling or whatever i thought I would get annoyed by this song at first, but it's actually kind of turned out to be one of my more favorite ones too. Yeah, it's just Among fun. the ones that are yeah. a little more silly and kind yeah. of like, yeah, fun and stuff like that. Um, I like that she kind of goes between like sort of acuteness, but like then an aggressive kind yeah. of like delivery as well. It's, it's kind of her thing, I guess. Kind of like plays with that feminine energy a little exactly. bit. Exactly. You know, it's like femininity versus sort of like a more aggressive femininity. Yeah. It's really interesting. So it's like, even though it's a really fun record, I think it's, whether intentional or not, just because it, you know, it could just be her personality coming out, which is cool. Or maybe she is making a very like intentional commentary on like 
fem- femininity. I don't yeah. know, but it's re- it's really interesting. It's it's having a, a cool conversation about you know what it's like to yeah. be a young woman. Also, also, this one makes me think about cookies. <laughs> and i love cookies i, I love some, cookies. we had some bomb cookies last night dude fresh out of the oven with some ice cream Ooh, like oh. the hot and cold and we bought like Publix premium <laughs> ice <me>. cream <laughs> and like you know how it's like really smooth and oh. you didn't even have to like do any work it's to just, pull it out of the thing it's just like oh really creamy wow. delicious i went to rachel's to make dinner last night i gave mm-hmm. a guitar lesson to carlo nice. and i was like really hungry and all i had was the the classic poor person mixture of um boxed mac and cheese and tuna mm, i do which is i used to do awesome. that i did that all the time in college that was my dad's like it's good like meal when he didn't feel like doing anything and we didn't have any food yeah and uh, yeah so i have very fond memories of mac and cheese with tuna. that was my dinner but we craved ice cream all night and we didn't get it so i wish that we had just popped over here really dude quick. when we finish recording this i got some ice cream in the freezer and it's oh, good ice cream my god so okay yeah. right. <laughs> it's 11 a.m we're gonna eat some ice cream let's do it well One i guess so- it's 12 30 yeah you know it's, it's it's five o'clock somewhere yeah uh, the next song is um let it out yes yeah this one features 100 gex uh yes as well as i think he uh dylan the guy produced it as well uh, but it also features them and i like at this point i'm starting to get a little tired i'm like all right you know if kind of got the thing it's not, i think i sometimes this track i started to wonder whether i was like loving or hating the really screamy vocals it's just sort of like a, a bit of a lower moment for me uh not because it's a bad song but just because it's like i don't know we're getting we're like 20 or 30 minutes in and it's kind of getting a little samey yep. but again the songs are only two minutes but at this point i really wanted some like something different um or yeah. something fresh i feel the same but, i feel like uh this one is another it's it's angry obviously a release of anger sure. and like emotion and stuff didn't feel like it was as like successfully angry as sdfu you know mm-hmm. i feel like that one kind of got what this one was going for before and yeah i feel the same this one was a little bit more boring i wasn't as enticed by the instrumental uh but it's still good i fully agree this is the moment where i was like okay the screaming is getting a little, <laughs> yeah. a little much because the whole it's like she the chorus is she just saying yell it out and then screaming yell it out like over and over and uh i definitely agree that she and whoever needs to should be letting it out that's the best way to get mm-hmm. it out but but maybe not this song so yeah this one uh low lower tier for me Didn't i would say quite so. love it yeah yeah um but it wasn't bad, you know. Yeah, it's only two minutes. Go oh, yeah. on with your life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the next song, "Loser." I liked "Loser", Loser featuring the, the, Trippy Red. Yeah, Trippy Red. I, I liked the intro too. The guitar intro is nice. Again, I was like wanting a new texture somewhere. So, mm-hmm. guitar intro is cool. Um, the hook was kind of melodic and interesting. Um, you know. Yeah, I thought it was interesting too. I, I liked it. Was kind of like a like a '90s movie for a sec. It's yeah, like, get it. Uh, shut up. What is it? Shut up, loser. We're going shopping. Girl. Oh, that's from uh, Mean Girls. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that that reference in there. I will say this is definitely my least favorite song on the album. I like I really don't like Trippy me. Red yeah. on this. This is the one that I'm like, wow, this is not a good feature. Like I really, <laughs> she she her vocals are awesome on it. Like the 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 beat and the instrumental is like pretty good. Um, I can't stand his lyrics or the way his voice sounds. I just like this is the one I definitely wanted to kick the feature off and just have it be her because mm-hmm. I, I, I when he's not on there i kind of appreciate the the vibe and the message of the song more um mm-hmm. i just think he ruins it uh 
So yeah, this one, yeah, least favorite song. Right. Not a bad song though. It's like I like the song, but it just Trippy Red made me really not like it. And sure. I've listened to songs where he's been on them before and like semi enjoyed them more. But I think it's just like <laughs> it might be him specifically um, that I don't like. He has he has to be backed by really great stuff for me to enjoy listening to him. And this one was just kind of middle of the road for me. Yeah, same. But um, I pre- yeah, I appreciate the melodies and yeah. stuff. No debate was the next track. I, re- I this one had a really catchy hook too. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her flow a lot on this one, um, and yeah, it was just, I thought a pretty good song. Yeah, I loved the line. If you're feeling froggy, then jump. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a part a part where the beat kind of changes, so mm-hmm. it just kind of like comes at you really cool. And I that's like a I, I love that that line. If you're feeling froggy, then jump. I think it's hilarious. I think the the. The instrumental, <laughs> I heard Kirby again. Yes, yeah, Kirby. I love it. He makes it into, he gets it every every episode. I really like that the um the instrumental is kind of early two thousands, uh, but it's modernized. Mm-hmm. But I will say, yeah. Um, for as for the rest of the song, the verses are good. Uh, the chorus hits pretty good. But this one definitely falls into like the generic kind of category for me. This, yeah, if we could cut this album from 16 songs to like 11, I think we'd have like a tight hip hop album. This one is, it's a, it's like just not, it does, yeah. I feel like we just kind of hit like a weird third quarter slump where you're just like, I'm not, I'm bored. I want it to like, I want to sort of get to the conclusion. I agree. So there's like, yeah, there's like a couple more songs on the rest of the album that I think are great. And as for the rest of them, we are kind of, it, it seems like the front half might have been slightly stacked more than the second half, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Uh, not exactly. Yeah, it's definitely front loaded. So yeah, this one I I liked more when I listened. I, I listened to this album in the house, you know, mm-hmm. out loud, and then like in headphones, and I got to listen to it in the car a mm-hmm. little bit today. It's good. It's good driving music. It's great it's driving best music. Listen, <laughs> best listen to in the car. Yeah, I would which say. Rachel actually disagrees. She mm-hmm. listened to it on a, on her drive back home from Tennessee after Christmas, and she was like. Maybe if I was at a party, I would listen to this. But as just sitting there, like looking at the road, like it maybe was energy. Mm. So I guess that's just like a different. I think the worst place opinion. to listen to it is the way I listened to it before you got here to like make some notes and stuff. Is just like with headphones sitting at my desk. I say right, it's, just sitting there like looking not, at something. Yeah, you yeah. have to be able to dance or Enjoy drive or be angry or be stoked. I, I liked to. I like uh, had a, a sort of a busy week, so my room got kind of messy. So mm-hmm. like I would put it on while cleaning my room yeah. and just have like that's like doing something and then like catching a really witty line, like funny line here and there and mm-hmm. being like, Oh cool. You know, and yeah, Weston and I did the same thing to dishes the other day. So it was, there you go. It's, yeah. yeah it's exactly. great for that. Good cleaning music. Yeah. As long as you can hear it, <laughs> which is pretty loud. So it's all good. Anyway, what's the next song? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to make me say, yeah, sorry, mom, pussy popping. <laughs> <laughs> this song is awesome. <laughs> what was it called? It's called pussy popping. Uh, okay. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. All right. Wow. We're children. Yeah. Well, I just like, I, I know now that I know my mom listens to it, I'm like, it's, it's called pussy popping. I, yeah. I don't know what that means, mom, but yeah, sorry. I don't know what, what, what is, what does that mean? I have no idea. It, it seems like it's influenced by like bounce music. I don't think mm-hmm. we've talked about bounce music on, on the podcast, on the podcast before, no. but it's really, I, I really like it. Um, it's kind of if for people, anybody that doesn't know, it's like a, Hip hop subgenre that sort of came out of New Orleans. Yeah. And it's sort of these like light, airy, kind of fast, bouncy beats. Right. Um, they're really cool. I like bounce music. A My lot. first introduction to bounce is 
like the influence it had on that nerd song yes. with Rihanna, mm-hmm. Lemon. That's I love the big that one, song yeah. very much. It's so good. So yeah. yeah, that's kind of where it put it on the radar for me. Yeah, this one definitely, it, it doesn't sound like Lemon to any degree, but it no. definitely like has that sort of like bouncy, very kind of upbeat mm-hmm. kind of thing going for it. And there's not really much to say about it other than like Rico's like giving it her all in terms mm-hmm. of being like just kind of like um, NSFW and um, yep. kind of, you know, what is the word? You talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, like you said, it, it's it's pretty simple and, mm-hmm. and to the point. Uh, the only thing I really had was it, it seems influenced by bounce music and it yeah. sounds like typical Rico Nasty. It's just and, super and sexual. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's really short. Another one yeah. that's like super short, yep. I think. But yeah, I love it. I don't really talk like this. I know. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, I think it's hilarious. Um, super good. Fun next- little track. The next track is called OHFR or O for Real, yes. as the, the kids say. Yes. Uh, and again, I, this was sort of one of those samey ones. I think this might have been my least favorite track on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her lyrics tend to generally be a little bit prosaic. You know, there's they're cool images and stuff like that, but they're not like crazy clever. They're very grounded. And she's mm-hmm. almost like talking to you, which I think is really cool and like part of her aesthetic. But I think that this suffered from some of the cons that come along with it being prosaic and that it's just like, are we just talking here? Like there weren't a lot of like cool images. I Mm. I didn't think, um, that stuck out to me, but, um, yeah, it was fine. I think this, you know, was one of, I think if I had to using your tier system, probably would put it in my lower tier. Gotcha. Um, But you know, whatever. This one was in my uh, top tier. Really? Wow. I really like this song. Yeah. This is one that this is like with, uh, STFU, I think, this is the other one that came out in like 2018 or 2019 or whatever. Uh, but this one was already like popular before the album, like due to that, which is kind of cool. I'd still not ever heard it before, but uh, I really like this song. That's I know cool. it's really simple and stuff like that, but I like the little kind of weird noise at the beginning and then the what sort of sounds like a pan flute. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure something else because at the end of the sample, you can hear a sort of a noise that begins that gets cut off, mm. obviously, that doesn't quite sound like a pan flute. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I just like I think the delivery on this song is great. There is one line that I wrote down that I like specifically like. Uh, they're all delivered pretty quickly, but she goes, "Diamonds wet, shocking bitches, neck piece like an eel," which I okay. think is awesome. Maybe yeah, that's diamonds wet, I, shocking I bitches like neck piece like an eel, is good. That's um, pretty good. And there's, I yeah, I think there are other lines like that that I think are good. But maybe I, 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 I maybe I whiffed it on this one. Just wasn't paying the right kind of attention. But I don't know. I I just didn't like it. I feel like I we usually like have she's... pretty similar tastes, which is interesting because I feel like it's yeah. good. I'm glad we're disagreeing a little bit. Me but, too. Yeah, um, yeah. It's usually just us. <laughs> yeah, it's usually just us agreeing at all times. So. Yeah. this is good but yeah but this I, song I, I always like question my opinion when we disagree yeah i'm like wait am i an idiot I like more? Oh, i hit the mic did <laughs> i not think enough about this yeah, yeah exactly like maybe my opinion is just stupid maybe i'm stupid yeah. so <laughs> i'm having like an existential crisis in the yeah. middle of the podcast also i think great. most of these uh songs have music videos and i always suggest pairing listening to hip-hop with watching the music video because mm. they put like more work into that than i think like a lot of the well, maybe not more work. I would just say that like hip hop videos are just so fun. I, I've so never good. not like been yeah had my opinion enhanced by a hip hop video pretty much. And when it comes to rock videos, I'm like I wish I hadn't seen that because <laughs> now I think about that every time. But with a hip hop video, it's like yeah, it's almost it's we I've talked about it like we watch a lot of hip hop videos just mm-hmm. to pass the time in like my house and we just it's it's eye candy basically. You just kind of get to watch people be ridiculous and yeah. loud and and you know like there's often like crazy costumes and just like the 
the the weird characters that pop up and i just love it so this one's cool mm-hmm. this 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 video specifically is pretty minimalist it's her just kind of like walking around like holding a guitar and her yeah. hair is all punk spikes and it's black and white but they've edited little bits of things to like smoke to come off her feet when she stomps and stuff it's so theatrical like it's really cool for a genre <laughs> that you wouldn't really associate with like high drama and theater it's like those videos are always like yeah, really, really ridiculous. incredibly good. Yeah. yeah. And like, it seems like they were like, can we do this, this, this? And they throw 30 things at the wall and they're like, yeah, let's do 29 of those things. <laughs> like don't, don't cut anything. It reminds me of that Keen peel sketch. We always referenced oh, the gremlins too. <laughs> gremlins too. It's in the movie. It's in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, I guess we have a different opinion, but I think the song like is really simple. Maybe it's because I haven't seen the video. Have you ever watched the boondocks, the TV show, the cartoon in that's passing? On it used to be, Adult I remember Swim. being a little kid and it being on adult swim and I would watch it like yeah. late at night when it was, I love that yeah. show, but the title, uh, like the ending sequence, uh, like the credits music that they played, um, that they play over that, uh, reminds me of this sort of, but that was when I was young, my first, like introduction to hearing like a song like that but it's basically just like a doom doom ta, doom with like a flute playing over like just a beat uh, like yeah. a, like a kick and a snare and like a flute playing over top of it and i just like it That's rocked cool. my world so i think that this brings me back to that watching boondocks and nice. stuff very like fond that. memories yes tenfo is the next track what do you think of this one uh so this is one of those mid-tier songs for me to start off I don't really like the 10-4 reference. I think it kind of is just thrown in there for no reason. I agree. I like the instrumental. It's kind of like slower and it's got some like cool synthy things kind of happening and the bass is fun. I like the verses way more than the choruses. Same. I just same. think the choruses are, are like okay. Um, yeah, I'd say this one was like on the my delivery is not great. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just not my favorite thing. But some some of the verses, yeah, like I said, are kind of cool. I just thought it was it was fine, but a little boring. Yeah, a little boring. I really like the if you don't bring your own gas, then don't think you're smoking in here. I yeah. think that's that's fun. It, that's repeated a few times, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's kind of cool. Um, it does feel like she does she gives off that successfully that air of like being in control and being like the one in charge of the whole situation. Yes, but yeah, just like the chorus was a little bit weak. Yeah, but that's you can't win them all, you know. That's true. Um, the next track is called "Own It," and I loved this one. Yeah, this was one of my favorites. This is probably in my like upper tier. Ooh, just kick the microphone. <laughs> a lot of kicking mics today. Yeah, this one was probably in my upper tier. I just thought it was the instrumental was kind of quirky, um, which is nice. You know, kind of I like the quirkiness more than sort of like the classic trap, just on taste, not like a one's yeah. better than another thing. Yeah, uh, own it. <laughs> is it's great i like this song a lot uh it it sounds like a doja cat song which is funny like i said mm-hmm. earlier like my first intro to rico was on a doja cat song uh, i don't know why but i i like doja cat a lot like some of her songs are you know whatever but like the the ones that are fun are like super fun yeah and this one like it really it has that kind of uh, trappy club energy that i usually would find to be generic but there's something about it that's way more interesting yeah. i just find it to be like way more fun than some of the other ones that I kind of yawn with, but I'm not sure what exactly makes it that way. I, I'm yeah. sure it's just her delivery and, and it's, it's just like, you know, high energy and stuff like that. It makes me want to be drunk and dancing with strangers, which makes me kind of sad because yeah. you know, we don't get to we do, that do that right now, but uh, uh, it's all good. Hopefully it's not it my room. Soon. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, but that's really all I had to say about it. It's just like a great, a great, like fun club song. And I would definitely, I'd recommend listening to it. I agree. <laughs> And then we're finally to sort of, I, I kind of tie the last two tracks yes, together because they're the same song. Definitely. But the last pair of songs, again, uh, 
one of her bigger 28 releases from I think 2018 this, is my, this might be her biggest song yeah it was it, it was famous on was it famous on like tiktok yeah, or something uh-huh. yeah it like blew up because i'd heard it before i listened to this mm-hmm. album it was um, certified gold in 2018 before oh wow it even like you yeah know, and that was not this is the remix featuring a few other people like the original version was already like massively popular i think it's the song that kind of made her go boom you know yeah because yeah. and, and also it's like uh kenny beats production which is cool it's one of my favorites i i read that she uh i don't know if you read too but Mm -hmm. she um was recording this uh she was in the studio with kenny beats and he was building this you know he was producing this beat and Mm -hmm. stuff and she went outside and apparently took some molly and the molly kicked in and she came inside and he was only like a quarter or halfway done with making the beat and she was like no stop there this is what i'm rapping over and he was like no i have more to do but she was like no <laughs> and this became like a super massive song so she had like the vision <laughs> that's so over funny. kenny beats who's like one of my favorite yeah producers he's like ever. a legend yeah and, he's and amazing she is now too i guess yeah um, definitely uh so i, so I love that you know and done. she yeah it's done <laughs> give it to me which plays into that's like awesome. the all my favorite songs like i loved this song yeah, same. I, I, I didn't it know great. it before but uh, like other than like hearing the thank God I didn't have to smack a bitch today part. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, literally like I laughed culture. out loud. I laughed out loud on this like so many times. Me too. I was laughing hysterically. And she happens to find like the the, the this is the best feature song in my opinion. I oh, think she like a hundred percent nailed like, it with not, finding no, not even close. Like, exactly. The features on this are amazing, and the yeah. rest were like man. Exactly. Like it doesn't even compare. And I had never really heard of the features being Ruby Rose, uh, Sukiana, and uh, PP Cocaine. cocaine. Who I, love I decided PP Cocaine is one of the weirdest artists out right now. But yeah, I thought uh, Sukiana's verse had one of the funniest lyrics on the whole thing. Which it one was, was the. It? Uh, I feel sad for all these draggless foot draggers, no titty saggers built like linebackers. Yep, there you go. I was losing <laughs> it, dude. Definitely. And all just like the performance on the hook, the the smack a bitch today, like I was just laughing because it's just so ridiculous and over the top. Um, yeah, I just, totally agree. I loved it. And yeah. then to add, you know, once I finished, I, the first time I listened to it, I wasn't looking at the track list. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that was hilarious. I wonder what's next. And then it's again. Again, I was like, I was it like, comes on course, again. I'll take it. Which I will yeah. like. I like that the usually I'm like, all right, whatever bonus track I could have found that somewhere else. But this one was fun in that, like, I really like the remix with all the features and this bonus one. I think her new it's different. Her there's no features on it. It's just her. So it's a little bit shorter, but it's different lyrics like she's written a different verse Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I think her new verse. Uh, verses on the the bonus one are excellent they're, they're awesome. like better than her verses on the first one which are great as well yeah. so i love that little addendum just it was being great like, yeah. hey i've got more to say here you know, and it was like a little bit gratuitous but i feel like she kind of earned it because she yeah. did she went like 14 tracks of like two minutes that were never longer than they needed to be exactly and i was yeah. like you know what rico nasty go for 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> i don't care Tell, sing the smack a bitch hook for another five minutes i'll take it yeah like, i really will like yeah, it was so, so fun that i was like excellent you, you way deserve to it. yeah she like because yeah. i feel like usually we have a lot of qualms with the way people yeah, yeah albums. i was thinking about that and i feel like this one was like oh it really felt like a, a triumphant like solid conclusion absolutely like, yeah definitely it's like, like her magnum opus she's yeah exactly like, she like <laughs> like my song and it wasn't like oh she's really milking her old song no it was it's like, just it was like a better version it was great i loved it so much yeah i also love it so much fun well, that's the whole album. Yeah. We just talked about the whole thing. Yeah. All in all, like, I thought it was a really fun album. Yeah. Like, I don't normally listen to that sort of stuff, but it was nice as just sort of like a, I can turn my brain off and just have a good time, laugh a little bit. And while at the same time, it was like offering some interesting, it made me consider like femininity in a cool way, yeah. which so, you know, had some meat to it too. 
Um, Absolutely. It was great. Yeah, I really liked this album as well. I would say, like I said earlier, uh, if it was like a 12 or 13 or what, 11 song album, I would probably like it even more. But I'm not like, it's not like it's too long, really. Like it's 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 40 minutes long. The length of a regular album. Yeah. And it's got twice as many songs as a regular album. So not really complaining there. Pretty easy listen. I would say it hits me at like 75, 80% like awesome. And then like uh, the rest of it is just a little more generic. I feel like but, I have the same yeah. sentiment. I feel like our bad 20% is in different places. But Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that she, she shines when she's kind of by herself. Like, I didn't really, you know, in general care for the, the features. Other than the last song, obviously, like we talked about already. So, like, yeah, two and a half minutes of her... Uh, 16 times i would be happy with yeah same, <laughs> you know same. it was great and honestly any of the songs i didn't like individually i probably would have enjoyed if it came on at a bar or something oh yeah like that. absolutely that's what i'm thinking like any of these songs i'd be happy if someone was like i'm putting on this album for our party i'd be like this is sick that's perfect. very good choice sir yeah. or ma'am or whatever <laughs> i on this or right, i decided i'm going to present myself with the scale situation yes so I, I, that was going to be my next question I, I was like uh i didn't want to be caught off guard which is always hilarious yeah but um i decided that on a on a scale of great value to <laughs> DiGiorno, this is like a red, red baron. baron wow yeah wow we said it like, at the same time thin crust uh like cheesy you know you like the thin crust or the classic crust i think the i think the classic crust is better but that's like the 11 song version of this 16 minutes mm. so the i'm gonna give it the thin crust which is still awesome like i was thinking about it like this morning i was driving and listening to the yeah. album and i was going mm, that's like certain points and just kind of bobbing my head and i thought about when i'm really hungry and maybe a little like toasty how i feel when i'm taking a bite of that <laughs> thin crust and knowing that it's all for me Right, right. No, you don't have to share any of that. Yeah, because it's small pizza. enough that I'm like, I- yeah. I'm not going to You can eat the whole money. thing. And like, yeah, nobody's going to come in there and grab a slice. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, just overall having a good time with that pizza and overall having a really good time with this album. Wow. That was that was a good answer. And I like that we both said Red Baron. We yeah. Know. We, <laughs> At the same time. Yeah, we're like Red Baron. <laughs> Red Baron. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually looked up uh, somebody, which I'm sorry for this poor soul, but somebody actually, I was trying to like find a list of the best and worst frozen pizzas. Mm. Someone tried 135 oh. different frozen pizza brands over the course of like not that much time, and <laughs> they're doing they're doing they're, they're fighting the good fight, so we don't have exactly. to. Exactly, yeah. that's, that's like crazy. That's a lot. So what, what shout their, out to what was their uh, um, consensus will, uh, or consensus so, conclusion? What was their conclusion? Uh, wait, hold on. Let, let me give them the credit they deserve. Actually, I'm gonna look up. <laughs> This uh, podcast is over an hour long. This is our longest. This is our on longest the Rico one. Nasty we'll edit it down a little, but I do but want everyone much. to know about yeah. these people and their 135 different 130. Excuse excuse me. So this is uh, a website called Cleveland.com, and <laughs> it's like um, the city's website. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I don't know actually. Um, oh wait. Oh, I can only look at it once before it told me that I can't look at it anymore without subscribing. Oh. Well, I Dude, was going to credit paywalls? them. I do hate paywalls. I was yeah. going to credit them, and now I'm not credited. Correct, correct. Now I can't. So I'm really sorry, y'all. Cleveland.com. It looks like this was written by at least someone named uh, Brenda Kane. Brenda Kane and uh, Yade, it looks like maybe something else. So... 
I don't know why I'm still talking. <laughs> Frozen pizzas. Great. Great. Rico nasty. Great. Yeah. Everybody have a good couple of weeks until we come out with the next episode. Thanks yeah. for listening. We love all of you. We appreciate it. Don't eat that much frozen pizza. Have a good day. Yeah.